This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 31. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I am so excited because I absolutely love the book that I highlighted this week, and I have a super surprise announcement at the end of this podcast that I will discuss with you then. (laughs) So this book that I highlighted is near and dear to my heart because it is so challenging sometimes to really feel confident and to keep moving forward. And I don't know about you, but a lot of times it actually self-doubt holds me back. And so this book is such a wonderful inspiration and it really does help us to move forward into action. And it is Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt by Louisa Jewell such a great book. Now, Louisa Jewell, she is a speaker and author, and she's a positive psychology expert. She's spoken to thousands of people all around the world, all about how to flourish in their work life and their personal lives. She's also the founder of the Canadian Positive Psychology Association and a graduate of the Masters of Applied Positive Psychology program from Penn State University. So, oh my gosh, we are in such good hands when we read her book. Such a great highlight. Okay, so let's jump right in. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you're a veteran, thank you for keep coming back. Um, This is where we highlight books in 15 minutes or less, and we try to suck out all the actionable nuggets that you can apply to your life instantly. Now, I always encourage for you to go out and purchase the book if something sparks your interest or you want to learn more or delve deeper into the content within these books. These authors work so hard to create and produce what they've produced and their books and also all the research and all the science that goes in behind all these books that I highlight is profound. So definitely support these authors. All right, so let's jump into Wire Your Brain for Confidence, the science of conquering self-doubt. I love when they have that little science component, not little, but big science component that really backs up everything that they're encouraging and they're teaching for us. So within this book, Wire Your Brain for Confidence, it provides us with really good news and that scientists have actually discovered a formula for how we can wire our brains for more action-oriented kind of confidence. So it really is going to help boost our courage in order to act. So that's what her book is all about. And I love that because it's all about moving forward and it's all about finding that courage to act and it's all about action-oriented confidence. So positive psychology expert Louisa Jewell, she really helps us to adapt a resilient mindset. So it allows us to change fear to courage and to give us the ability to accomplish our goals that actually seemed impossible. So sometimes when we set these really big goals and then we don't meet them, right? And something's holding us back. So within this book, she really, really helps us to, you know, 
tap into that ability to accomplish these goals and that, you know, the goals that actually seemed impossible. So she's all about talking about wiring your brain for confidence. It's a step-by-step guide. This whole book is so beneficial on so many levels so that you can achieve your goals and that you won't have to struggle as much with self self-doubt. So women seem to actually have a never ending struggle to be good enough. And within her book, she really um, talks about this and how what she, what she really is emphasizing within her book is that um, it's not about building just this general kind of confidence. It's about building unwavering belief in yourself. So so powerful. And, um, and she said in the beginning of her book that she wants to go after everything. She wants us to go after everything that we want because we want it to stand up and go for, you know, anything that we want and to persevere in the face of setbacks and criticism. So within her book, she really shows us how we can increase our self-efficacy and give us the courage in order to act. Wow. So get ready. We are going to rewire our brain or wire our brain for confidence. Let's jump in. All right. So the first section of the book is all about how self-doubt actually can ruin our life. (laughs) And it is powerful and it really, really um, shows us that this self-doubt is actually a problem. So our thoughts and our beliefs about ourselves and our abilities could very well be different than what the reality is in every situation or um, and regardless of setbacks and regardless of evidence or experience, we can actually create these ideas in our head or these beliefs that are very different from what reality really is. I don't know about you, but have you said stories in your head that actually hold you back? I remember when I first um, was divorced, my ex-husband said to me that nobody would date me because I have children. (laughs) And I the sad part is I actually believed that for the longest time. And that was a belief or a thought that I had in my head and it created self-doubt around my potential to meet a future wonderful. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it shows you how this um, idea and this concept of how self-doubt can actually just be thoughts and beliefs in our mind that actually are crushing our goals and crushing our full capabilities. And uh, just knowing that these thoughts and these beliefs that are in our head, um, they hold us back. They hold us back from achieving great things. So she asked the questions, have you experienced a level of success and you still go on questioning yourself and questioning your decisions? Um, and then, or do you overthink things like when you, when you focus on how things can go wrong, or if something does go wrong, you focus on your mistakes or what actions you could have done differently. She also asked the question, do you put huge effort into things um, that you've done because you're worried that it might fail? These are all questions to probe, to make you think like, oh my gosh, maybe self-doubt has been holding me back. Uh, Also, have you, are you wondering why your thoughts are different from reality? (laughs) Um, I see other moms dating wonderful men that have kids all the time. So anyway, yes. So then you may be experiencing self-doubt. And so it shows up in so many ways in our life. It can show up in the way of procrastinating, as we can, we'll see. It shows up in ways of just holding us back. Uh, it shows up in ways of just kind of paralyzing us. So the problem with self-doubting is that it um, really holds us back and it really diminishes our belief in our ability to do something. So 
dreams just remain dreams and they're they don't turn into anything because self-doubt actually creates those repetitive negative thinking or second guessing. And so self-doubt bottom line holds us back and it can actually paralyze us from taking action. So she talked all about what causes self-doubt and that self-doubt is defined as a general sense of feeling unsure about one's competencies, abilities, and outcome in daily life. So how capable we are, um, self-doubt questions our abilities. So when we question our abilities or our um, skill set or we um, we kind of worry about our competencies, this is what self-doubt pretty much is. It's a general sense of feeling unsure about your own capabilities. Isn't that crazy? So self-doubt is actually socially constructed. And Louisa talks all about this, that we we place high value on what other people think about us. And so that's a huge cause of self-doubt is what she was saying within her book. Also, self-doubt gives us clues as to how much work that we might need in order to complete a task. So what's neat about that is self-doubt can actually be a good thing because um, it can, if we're doubting ourselves, like, well, wait a second, have I done enough research or have I... You know, so it's actually a good thing too. So a little bit of self-doubt is good because it can make us more prepared. Um, Perfectionism plays a role in self-doubt as well and can actually hold us back. So she then talked about coping strategies um, caused by self-doubt. So when we experiencing, when we are experiencing self-doubt rather um, about our competencies, we tend to get defensive in order to protect ourselves, in order to persevere our, or preserve rather our self-worth. So in order to feel good about ourselves, sometimes we come up with um, a defensive mechanism in order to protect our self-competencies. So um, for example, so sometimes there's coping strategies. So we come up with reasons basically why we're not going to do something. Um, So self-handicapping, that occurs when we deliberately undermine our performance. So we set our own self up for failure. Uh, The other thing is the imposter phenomena or also called the imposter syndrome where we are high achievers, but we don't attribute the success to be our own skills or competence. We kind of, we, we own it up. It's like, well, that worked out well because of this. Like, and we don't take credit for our own success. We feel like uh, a fraud almost. The other thing we do is procrastination. So we allow ourselves to delay a task that we are not sure whether or not we're going to get judged or how it's going to be evaluated socially. So that's pretty, see how it shows up? Like basically like these are coping strategies um, in order to, you know, back up is caused by self-doubt, right? So it's like reasons. So we're coming up with our reasons of why things aren't happening. And, and it shows where we're holding ourselves back. Uh, the other other enhancement is um, since we don't have the uh, advantage, other people do. So it's basically saying, well, I'm not good at that. Like that girl's really good at it. That's why she is going to excel at it. Or that's why she is excelling at it. That girl's a good writer. So, you know, that makes sense why her book's a bestseller. <laughs> um, the other thing that we do is subjective overachievement. So we put huge amounts of effort 
um, to be absolutely perfect, trying to guarantee success. It's like overachieving. The other thing is we become defensive and um, we, she talked about defensive um, pessimism. So this is a strategy people use to protect themselves against future failure. So we kind of like, uh, you know, that was, that wasn't going to work anyway, or um, that sort of thing. So we set low expectations for ourselves. That way we won't fail. So you can see all these things are actually forms of self-doubt and they show up in ways of self-handicapping, overachieving, imposter syndrome, procrastination, uh, other enhancement, other people enhancement, um, subjective overachievement. It it really shows that it shows up. So you can see how self-doubt may interfere with our ability to pursue our goals and our dreams. It just seems to show up everywhere. Um, And if it does, it really does hold us back. And we come up with, we come up with excuses or we can see it plain and simple. So her tips within the book is next time you are anxious or fearful about an outcome, ask yourself, so what if I fail? So what if they say no? So what if, you know, just asking yourself those questions, what, what's the world going to, like, what's the worst that could happen? So asking yourself these questions kind of help you look it right in the eye, like you're, and just really notice where these fears are coming in. So when you're feeling anxious or fearful about an outcome, ask yourself, well, you know, what if I do fail or what if they say no or whatever it is, right? Or what's the worst that could happen? All right, so then she went into, and there's so much in her book. I definitely recommend purchasing this book because I'm just going to scratch the surface on all these things that you can do in order to conquer self-doubt. So as we can see, self-doubt is not a great thing. It's holding us back from our magnificence, from our success, from our ability to keep moving forward and taking action. So here are her some of her wonderful tips. Okay, so say yes when the brain says no. So it's all about engaging in small yeses or opportunities to say yes. So she talks about this will help build self-confidence and it'll help build self-efficacy because you'll have little mini successes and it'll also help to build belief in yourself and it this belief creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the more you see yourself succeeding, the more confident you will get, the more things you will try. And so saying yes, and she talked about small yeses, um, really helps you to keep moving forward and taking action and conquer self-doubt. She also talked about building self-efficacy is that science shows that people with beliefs in their capabilities, they're going to act they're gonna they're gonna feel different. They're gonna act differently um, than people with low self-efficacy. So people with high self-efficacy tend to set higher level goals. They tend to put more effort into achieving these goals, and they persevere in the face of failure. So her suggestion is to keep building this self-efficacy, and one of the ways to do that is by noticing little successes and uh, taking those little steps and saying yes and exercise that confidence muscle, as she put it. So think of you at your best and going back to times in your life where you were successful and where you were competent in certain settings and really think of those situations and when you're at your best so you can increase that sense of self-efficacy or belief in yourself that you are capable. 
The other thing she talked about, and I kind of touched on it already, is build your confidence muscle. So to build self-efficacy, you need the you need to um, and the courage to act. You need to exercise deliberate practice. So no, and deliberate practice is about practicing things deliberately so that you can get better at it. So you're more confident. So you know um, that you can be successful in in certain situations, and also reflect on the things that go well. She talked about. She also mentioned to improve your competence on regular basis. So learn, 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 grow. And um, I love her tip was set mini learning goals. So baby steps, baby steps. And every time you meet them, this will help build that confidence muscle. So increasing our optimism about achieving goals. Okay. So another one that she recommended is um, what to do when you fall. And obviously life is life and things aren't always going to go fantastically. (laughs) So she talked about this, what to do when you fall. So monitor your self-talk she suggested and make sure it's realistic so don't beat yourself up be realistic in your self-talk and monitor what's going on what are you saying to yourself and say oh my god I suck instead of that well look at it okay well you know what's the learning here or I'm just notice your self-talk she also talked about be constructively critical without beating yourself up and um so that you can understand like that there is there is such thing as a negativity bias is what she talked about in her book and that our brain is wired to notice um the bad news right to keep us safe so um she's talking she suggested to try to be constructively critical without being really really hard on yourself so to take ownership for your success but be open to you know new outcomes and new opportunities and try to look at things as a as a um an opportunity to learn and grow and she also suggested, I like this one, is separate facts from the story. So sometimes we tell ourselves stories uh, instead of what may be quite accurate and the facts. Okay, so she also talked about embracing failure. So recognize that failure provides us with the best learning opportunities and experiences. It's so true. And uh, don't allow yourself or your or don't allow yourself to beat yourself up because that'll just really, really decrease your feeling of self-worth and self-esteem. Um, and she also talked about don't allow your self-esteem to be contingent on your success or your failure. So don't allow how you feel about yourself to be contingent on, you know, that level of success or if you fail, because if you fail, then you're going to feel really bad and really bad about yourself. So she's, um, talks all about practicing self-compassion right away. So if something does fail, um, embrace the failure she's talking about. And she said to just really, um, exercise self-compassion right away. Identify your resilience, your resiliency and your strength and keep them on the top of your mind amongst failure. So remember what makes you strong, um, and what, what makes you unique, embrace it. Okay, so she also talked about seeing is believing. This is so amazing. I mean, Louisa is one of my inspirations and she's just so fantastic and has accomplished so much and makes such a difference in so many people's lives. Um, I can see her success. It makes me believe that it's more of that is possible probably for me as well. So her suggestion was finding at least five role models and mentors who can 
help take your skills and your talents to a higher level. So these people that tend to motivate you and inspire you, and the idea is to not compare yourself to others, to just learn instead, learn from them. And I love that because it's so easily just social, it's so easy rather to socially compare yourself to other people and then just feel kind of down about yourself and just feel that self-doubt. So I loved her encouragement within the book is to uh, look for role models and mentors and see, see it's happening so you can believe it's possible and take your skills and your talents to higher levels. And she did um, emphasize creating a mastermind group for encouragement and also just um, to really go through the process of picturing and uh, visualizing um, your success and visualize it and envision it on a regular basis so you can use this idea as, you know, helping you to move forward so you can see it before it actually even happens. So powerful. Then she also talked about surrounding yourself with the right people. So surrounding yourself with uplifting, encouraging people are is really essential. She talked about hiring a coach. You know I believe in the coaching model as a life coach myself, but I have a coach as well, a few of them, and they always help me to move forward and take action and kind of really hit and look at self-doubt head on and um, and push through it and like these are such wonderful tools. So surrounding yourself with the right people and uplifting people that encourage you uh, to keep moving forward and to nurture a growth mindset. She talked about being curious so that you can keep learning and growing. And um, she said, care less about what other people think. That's the bottom line and be open to constructive feedback. So it's just all about stop holding yourself back and um, just really, really Notice when you're holding yourself to impossible standards and replace them, the shoulds she talked about with what you want. What do you want in your life? And that'll help conquer self-doubt. She also talked about using your body and your emotions as power. And I really love that she touched on this because a lot of books and a lot of um, influencers miss this little piece. And it's all about your posture and all about your health and looking after your bodily state on a regular basis has a huge effect on your confidence, how you feel. So she talks about creating a really positive body image by focusing on how your body is functioning instead of how it's looking. And I love that. That is such a great tip. So really emphasizing, you know, holding yourself with nice posture and um, it, it helps you with confidence, holding yourself up tall, but also further to that, really looking after yourself through exercise and, um, and staying positive, managing. She talked about managing that positivity ratio and yeah, so that's a lot of her tips to help us conquer self-doubt. Uh, she really helps us to wire our brain for confidence. So building your confidence muscle takes daily practice. So Louisa Jewell, she definitely takes us through this powerful formula to help rewire our brain. And um, this building this confidence allows us to be better equipped so we can move forward and move towards our dreams and our goals and discover what, you know, what might be stopping us as well. And I love that we are able to kind of delve into what might be holding us back and then also how to move forward. So we can leverage our four major sources of self-efficacy. So she talked about performance, 
experiences. So go out and try things, practice things, learn things, take action. I love that. It's so beneficial and powerful to just take action. Uh, performance experience, get out there and do it. Um, she also talked about vicarious experiences. So finding role models who inspire and teach. She also talked about social persuasion. So surround yourself with good support and encouraging people. And uh, she also talked about bodily and emotional state. So building strength into your body and keeping yourself in a positive mood. So that is it for Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt by Louisa Jewell. Absolutely amazing. It has so many powerful tools. I highly recommend it. I hope this highlight helped you in some way. Please feel free to private message me. And I have such exciting news. So we will be having Louisa Jewell herself on the next podcast and make sure that you subscribe right now. If you haven't already subscribed to live life, happy podcast, because you will get a download instantaneously as soon as we go live, um, with that wonderful author highlight. So she is going to be on, uh, on our next podcast. So you definitely need to subscribe. You can go to iTunes, you can subscribe or whatever platform you're listening on and subscribe. So you get the instant download. She is our next wonderful visitor and she has so many wonderful, great things to offer us. And I can't wait to chat with you and her. Okay. So that is the exciting news. And thank you for listening to the very end. And uh, you'll get some more wonderful tidbits of information as well. And there may be some book giveaways too. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books. I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.